So, uh, morning, everybody. So, uh, you know, one of the symptoms we probably see more than almost anything else is nausea, vomiting, and one of the medications we use for that more than almost anything else is probably Zofran. Generally, it's a very safe medication. You know, we think we can give people Zofran, you know, as much as they need. They don't get overly sedated. Uh, most people do totally fine with it. But um, what is kind of one of the big potential issues or is a big warning about Zofran came out kind of over the past couple of years that we should be concerned about or at least think about with Zofran? Yeah, so Jamil said prolonged QT. So, you know, it's definitely something that, you know, the FDA made a big warning about. Um, and I want to talk a little bit more about antiemetics in general and long QT. So, you know, there's an the idea that, you know, Zofran can prolong the QT. Long QT can lead to bad things like torsades. Um, so we should be aware of that. Uh, in general, they've recently looked at in a single dose of Zofran, especially oral, but probably IV as well, uh, has basically never been shown to cause torsades. So one dose of IV Zofran, we probably don't need to get too concerned about it. When should we start getting worried and kind of what could we do? So if you're giving someone multiple doses, so someone one dose, two doses, three doses, not working, we're thinking about giving them multiple doses of Zofran, then we're probably getting into area where we could look, cause a pro prolonged QT that could be an issue. Um, people who have electrolyte abnormalities, which, you know, could be people who are coming in with vomiting. They could have a potassium or magnesium that's off, and then they could be more prone to it. Um, people who have or here for an abnormal rhythm, someone who came in with maybe some kind of fast heart rate, slow heart rate, someone who has a history of, um, you know, abnormal rhythms, we should probably be a little more worried than those people. And then the probably the more common and thing we should think about is people who are on other medications that can affect their QT. Um, and unfortunately, that list is extremely long, can be hard to know, but most of the psychiatric medications can do that. Methadone can do it. Um, certain antibiotics like azithromycin can do it. So we should think about people's other medications when we're giving them Zofran. So if somebody's at a little bit more risk for any of those reasons, we should probably put them on a cardiac monitor for giving them multiple doses of Zofran. And then there's recommendations to probably get an EKG. So if you're giving more than one dose of Zofran or you think someone's at risk, we should probably get an EKG on those people as well and keep an eye on it. And then are there alternatives? Yeah, probably Zofran might be, you know, a slight risk for QT. Reglan is probably safest, safer. So if someone can tolerate Reglan um, and we're worried about the QT, that could be an alternative. Phenergan, I think, is probably less of a Zofran uh, or less of a QT risk than Zofran. And then, you know, that's here in the emergency department. And also we should think about when we're sending patients home, kind of the same things. If someone's at risk for long QT and we're sending them home with Zofran, we should think about, is there an alternative? You know, should we talk to them? Should we check their other meds? So it's not a huge deal, but, you know, every so often, you know, for all the Zofran we give and all the patients we see if we're not careful we might cause an episode of torsades and cause some harm so something to think about any questions thanks guys